on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field, here's Dominic Catronio. That's why the games are nine innings, y'all. Nine innings. It's 5-0 in the second. Who cares? Brewers get their biggest comeback win of the season. How many times have we said this? This team is top three in the National League and come from behind wins. They have the second most walk-offs now in the National League. You can't act surprised. This is their identity. This is what they do. The Brewers always come from behind and get things going late. That's what they do. You can't be surprised at this point. I'm Dominic Catronio. Thanks for joining us here on Brewers Extra Innings. Man, what a win against a top-notch team in the New York Yankees. 7-6, Garrett Mitchell, the walk-off winner, a base hit up the middle with two outs in the ninth, and the bases loaded. He was the last stand for the Brewers to avoid extras. Four hours and ten minutes later, the Brewers finally get it done. 855-616-1620. Again, 855-616-1620 is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. If you want to join in on the show, let us know. We want to hear what you have to say. I've got a poll up as well on my Twitter, at Dom underscore Catronio. I want to hear from you. What is the biggest play from this game that wasn't the walk-off or that wasn't the go-ahead run in the eighth inning, right? What was the most important play? There's a pull-up right now. I've got three options. You can also write in an option as well. Was it Willie's three-run homer to get the Brewers off the deck in the second? Was it Adrian Hauser getting Giancarlo Stanton to ground out after they intentionally walked uh, Aaron Judge? Was it Devin Williams having a 1-2-3 eighth inning against the top of the Yankees order? Or something else? Let me know what you think. Also text in, call into the show. Would love to have your participation tonight. We're going to 1 a.m. we got a lot to talk about in this one. Uh, Garrett Mitchell gets it done. His first career walk-off hit for the rookie. Uh, a couple of hits tonight. He had been coming in slumping. Two for his last 22 coming into the game since the uh, epic homer he hit against Pittsburgh uh, a couple of weeks ago. Back on track with him. Looking at the uh, text line right now. Also, when you text us, make sure you leave your name and where you're from. So that way we can give you the shout-out and we know who texted us here on the show. Mike in Colorado, absolutely a fabulous win. Might this have been their biggest win of the season? Now can they roll it over to another win tomorrow? Yes, I think this is their biggest win of the season. Given the circumstances, given the stakes... Given the calendar, for a long time I would have said it would have been the 4th of July game against the Cubs. This takes the cake. Uh, I mean, the Yankees, every win matters at this point in the season. The Phillies had already lost. Looks like the Padres are going to hang on and win. So, yes, or actually, they not just hung on and won. The, the Padres blew out the Diamondbacks tonight 12-3. to But the point stands. The Brewers held their ground. They remained a game and a half back, essentially two and a half back in the wild card race in epic fashion. I think it's their win of the year. Another text coming in from Max in Nashville. Glad to have seen Garrett playing AAA while I had the very brief chance. You're absolutely right to see that. What a ham. I love it. Always knows which camera is hot. Yeah, that that post game with, uh, with Sophia Minnert was pretty... That dude is very uh, Hollywood, if we'll put it like that. I mean, he went to UCLA after all. You know, he, he knows he knows where the camera is. His, his wife's an influencer. Haley Cruz, former Oregon softball player. He always knows where the camera is. He hams it up a little. The man's confident. you got to be confident in those situations. And he gets the job done. And the big stat for me in this game, I tweeted this earlier in the game. I'm glad it paid off. In his five plate appearances tonight, he saw 35 pitches. 35. Averaging seven pitches per plate appearance. In case you're wondering, yes, that's exceptional. Most league averages like three and a half pitches per plate appearance, maybe four. The Brewers averaged just over four. So the fact that he saw 35 pitches in five plate appearances, that might have been something to do with getting a knockoff of Clay Holmes. And also Clay Holmes, he had really struggled in the second half. His ERA is over five. He was an all-star earlier this year. He was one of the best relievers in baseball in the first half. He has not been the same uh, since missing a little bit of time in August. Clay Holmes gets the loss. Devin Williams gets, uh, or excuse me, Taylor Rogers gets the win, the dumb win, the blown save win. 
Should be Devin Williams if you ask me. But despite Adrian Hauser only going three innings, the Brewers win another bullpen game, and they win it 7-6 to six with a walk-off. Austin and Madison texting in here on 855-616-1620. Again, 855-616-1620. Awesome win. This feels like it has reju- rejuvenated us with some new energy. I like where we stand with such a friendly home schedule. I agree. Now you've got 14 of the last 18 games at home. The only four games on the road at Cincinnati. But, as Kobe Bryant would say, job's not finished. There's still a series to be played against these Yankees. If you drop these next two games, it doesn't matter how fun tonight was. So Brandon Woodruff is going to try to keep them on track tomorrow to make sure they keep things rolling in the right direction. What's to come here on the show? We're going to have highlights. We're going to have Craig Council sound. We're going to have Vinny Rotino join us here as well. And I also want your texts, your calls, your tweets. We'll be reading them here on the air. Again, we're going for a little over an hour today right here. Brewers extra innings. What a night. Brewers winning walk-off fashion. Their ninth win of the year. Garrett Mitchell, the winner. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. What a game. What a fun, fun game. Four hours and ten minutes later, and I'm not tired yet, as Scott Van Pelt would say. All right, more to come here on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Brewers get a walk-off winner. Wow. What a day. What a day. I'm Dominic Catronio. Brewers, we got the text lineup. We got the tweet lineup. We've got your calls, your questions, your texts, 855 855- 616-1620, the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Again, 855-616-1620. And y'all are coming in strong right now, so I want to roll through some of these texts right now before we get it too much further in with Vinny Rotino joining the show here as well. Saw down from the North Shore, what a game. This team will not quit. Absolutely right. It's what they've been doing all season long. Ty in Oshkosh. Look, his numbers are way low as a Mitchell in his hit tonight. Was not, was just luck. Look, 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 man. This dude's a rookie, Ty. This dude's a rookie. Give him some time. Showing up at the big moments. He's done that a few times this season now. I'm not going to go down that road just yet. He's only got, what, 45, 50 plate appearances in the big leagues. There's no reason to cut bait yet with a kid like Garrett Mitchell. It takes time, and he gets a, Maybe this is the kind of swing that puts uh, some confidence back in him as we welcome in Vinny Rutino. we got more of your texts coming in here shortly, too. Vinny, wow. I, I mean... With only three innings from Adrian Hauser, down 5 nothing after an inning and a half, you're thinking, oh my goodness, the Yankees are about to do the Yankees thing against the Brewers, and they, they say forget that to get themselves off the deck and win the game. Yeah, so just like you said, Dom, down 5 nothing early, I'm thinking, okay, this is a team that's just going to go teetering back and forth between playing good baseball and playing baseball like they did in the first couple of innings back and forth all season long until they just run out of games and they're going to be two, three, four games back of the wild card, not going to make it in the playoffs. But then they go ahead and they come back. They showed some fight. How about Willie Adamas? I mean, how can you not talk about the Milwaukee Brewers and their chances to make the playoffs without talking about Willie Adamas? I mean, responsible for five runs scored, right? I mean, four RBIs, I actually thought that last one was was a hit. You could have called it a hit. Probably a play that most big league shortstops make, but it's to the backhand. Called it an error. Didn't get an RBI in that go-ahead run there, but man, he puts the team on his back, hits an absolute rocket. That had to be the hardest ball hit probably all year. I mean, that was a a line drive Mm -hmm. out of here quick. Three-run bomb to put the team back into the game, but um, what a great game all around, but you know, Garrett Mitchell, Willie Damas, those two are the stars for me. Yeah, there's. I got the pull-up still right now. Your biggest moment of the game that wasn't the walk-off or the go-ahead run in the eighth. Uh, Willie's homer is leading the way right now. My Twitter is at Dom underscore Catronio, at D-O-M underscore C-O-T-R-O-N-E-O. The options, or you can always do the write-in, are Willie's three-run homer in the second, getting Stanton out after the judge intentional walk, Williams having a one, two, three, eighth, which is in second, by the way, and then other reply. A few folks saying... Absolutely great win. Such a fun game. And seems like he hasn't played in so long as in Keston Hero. More on that a little bit later. Uh, another one, Dana saying, I love my Brewers. We are hungry for the World Series. Man, this is the most participation we've had in a long time. <laughs> Maybe the Yankees brings that out in some folks. But for the Brewers, this is, Gary Mitchell said it postgame uh, in the in-stadium interview, this was a team win. That is 
the truest sense of the word. The bullpen rising up. Yes, Rogers blows the save, but he manages to get out of that inning with the go-ahead run on third base. Almost everybody reached base in this game as well for the Brewers or contributed in some way, shape, or form. In fact, as I double-checked the starting lineup, yeah, everybody did reach base in this game for the Brew Crew. The bullpen was fantastic today for the Brewers. And we talked about uh, the other day that team wins like this can be stacked. Team wins like this can really help a team move forward that every single person feels like they contributed in this game. What does that clubhouse feel like right now after, after a win like this? Yeah, I mean, an emotional win always is going to elevate the feelings in the clubhouse to feel like, okay, we can, ra- we can start playing some good baseball now. I mean, especially a come-from-behind win, right? Especially against the New York Yankees coming into town with a ton of fans. Yeah, Why were well, they all sitting on the first base side? I don't know. You can't be surprised by that, though. It's I, the Yankees. I can't, but they were all right behind the first base dugout. There's like... 2,000 of them right over there. But, no, to, it, it's, it feels really, really good. It feels like now this team can, can definitely make it. I feel like they were probably thinking, okay, we, we know we're a good ball club, but we need some help. Now I feel like, hey, they probably feel like, hey, we can go ahead and rattle off a bunch of wins in a row, and we're going we're gonna to make it in. Once you start to actually believe you are good enough to make it in, you will make it in. I think this team is right on the cusp of that. This was the perfect example because they were scoring. Yes, they hit the three-run homer, but they were scoring runs without the home run. And to your point about Yankees fans, Ian in Economowoc also had a thought that he was sitting behind a home plate today. Uh, he wasn't really a fan of the Yankee fans and some of the things they were saying, according to him. But, Ian, let me tell you what. If you've ever been to a game at Yankee Stadium, I've been lucky enough to attend quite a few, including a Yankees-Red Sox game. I promise you, tonight was the tip of the iceberg, buddy. This isn't even close to what you normally hear at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> they were they toned it down for the Midwest fans here today, but uh, yeah, it's that's who they are. I don't take anything. It's New York, man. It's 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 New York. New York and Milwaukee are very different cities. Okay, forget about it. Right? That's that's all you yeah. got to know. No, forget about. It. I exactly. My dad grew up in the Bronx. He grew up as a Yankee fan, watching Mickey Mantle. But he is a diehard Brewer fan now, and um, you look, at the end of the day, the Yankee fans aren't as bad as I think the Philadelphia Phillies fans are probably the worst in all of baseball. Well, they're just opinion. very passionate. Okay, <laughs> They don't care. Like, I mean, I loved how they rallied about Alec Bohm or after he was getting booed for the three-error yeah. game, then he owned it, then they were cheering him the next day. That's I give Phillies fans credit for that. They're just the hardest on their team of any fan base. But anyway, okay. we're getting away from the point yeah. now. The Brewers won this game 7-6 to six over the Yankees. Uh, they beat an all-star closer in Clay Holmes. Uh, they beat Frankie Montas. I think that's one of the more underrated parts of this game. Frankie Montas did not go deep. The Brewers got to him early. He went only a few batters longer than Adrian Hauser in this game. Yeah. And the way this game started, you would have thought, there's no way that's going to happen. Do not lose sight of that because, quite frankly, the Brewers have the advantage in the bullpen. Granted, it didn't look like it tonight. But the Brewers do have the advantage in the bullpen given they have a few guys that can give them length. They have some more reliable arms than what the Yankees have been going through with all of their injuries. They did get a roll as Chapman back today. He probably would have had the 10th if they did go to a 10th, but he has not been very reliable this season. Where do you see shaking it down? Because Aaron Judge is obviously Aaron Judge, but you look at the rest of this lineup, the Yankees kind of leave a lot to be desired from four through six, four through nine in this lineup. And the Brewers certainly have an opportunity if you contain Judge like you did tonight. Yeah, not that impressive, right? If you just look at this lineup on paper, it's just the, the whole team in general. Frankie Montas, ever since he got traded over from the Oakland A's, has not been good for the for the New York Yankees. He's got a, almost a six ERA as a New York Yankee in seven starts. So, I mean, they got to a guy that's been struggling, as they should, and you know, like you said, they have an opportunity at least to take tomorrow's game. I, I'm not in love with the matchup. I got to be honest with you. For Sunday, Garrett Mitchell versus Jason Alexander. Although Garrett Cole, I mean Garrett Cole versus Jason Alexander. Um, I, they could do. They could certainly put up runs against Garrett Cole. However, because he's leading or close to leading the league in home runs given up, and the Brewers hit homers, so there is a chance for that game on Sunday. But tomorrow is the big one with with Woodruff going. So. Um, yeah, I, I think this is a Yankees team that can be beat. Let me get to a few more texts here. A five five six one six one six twenty. The Accident Mortgage Talking Text Line. A few tweets have been rolling in as well. Uh, Doug chiming in. If the next eighteen games are like this, I hope my heart holds up. With four hours, the biggest play was the three run homer by Adamas. If they don't get that, they lose. I agree one hundred percent, Doug. Thanks for chiming in as well. 
uh, George Frey Sr., neck of the woods, yeah. making a joke. I think the most significant play of the game was Polish winning the sausage race. <laughs> that changed the momentum of this game. Just saying, it was crazy. Uh, Jack also agrees with that take as well. That was the most significant play in the game. Shout out to Polish. That was the slowest sausage race of the year, if you ask me. Uh, a few other texts uh, rolling in here. Uh, Bob saying, this is a nice win. Uh, is there anyone else that can bring up the fill-in for middle relief, which can hurt them if they don't score six or more runs? Well, I thought Justin Topa was huge tonight. Uh, they have Trevor Gott on the way back. Uh, they still have Aaron Ashby that's going to help out in middle relief when he returns. But Justin Topa, man, stones to strike out Aaron Judge in that situation. I heard in the minor leagues he was throwing all sliders, and there was some concern whether or not his arm – he was confident enough in his arm to throw those 96, 97-mile-hour bowling balls from that low three-quarter slot that he's got. There is no question that he is confident in throwing that pitch to anybody. I mean, he is throwing it to Judge. He strikes out Judge. What a great at-bat or great sequence that he threw to Aaron Judge. And that was – I mean, that just – Goes to show that Justin Topa can be relied on. He can be relied on in the middle innings. His stuff looks great. Um, but, yeah, all the arms coming back as well, that is encouraging, um, especially if Matt Bush doesn't go on the I.L. as yeah, well. Yeah, Matt Bush, too. I forgot to mention him as well. So I think there is enough middle relief given the lack of starting right now with all the injuries with them. we got plenty more to talk about. These texts are rolling in. I'm going to try to get to everybody, I promise. These tweets are rolling in. You can call in, too, and you can almost kind of jump the line if you don't want to wait for a text to be read. 855-616-1620. Again, 855-616-1620. More with Vinny Rotino, more Brewers Extra Innings coming up on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. Chills. Bob Uecker, the Hall of Famer with the call. Oh, walk-off winners with Bob on the call just make it a little more special. Brewers Extra Innings rolling on. We're with you till the top of the hour till 1 a.m. with Vinny Rotino. I'm Dominic Catronio. Plenty of text rolling in. Plenty of tweets rolling in. Uh, my question tonight is what's the biggest play of the game that wasn't the run, the go-ahead run in the eighth or the walk-off hits? A couple of great answers have rolled in here on the text line. If you want to participate, 855-616-1620. Tom in Milwaukee says, The play of the game was tying it at five. After that, it was a whole new energy level. That was Rowdy Teles' sack fly the other way, mind you, in that big third inning for the Brew Crew. uh, Or, excuse me, fourth inning for the Brew Crew. To tie it at five, feeling like you're right there, you're right there, you're right there. And then Willie had the opposite field uh, ground rule double to bring home the first run. That would have tied it if it wasn't a ground rule double. But then Rowdy punching it home with the sack fly to tie things up. The Brewers have done that a lot this season where they show life early but haven't quite been able to get over the hump sometimes. I think that's what Tom is talking about. They got over the hump, and they proved that they could do it, right? That's a great call, yeah. Sometimes they do hit that big home run to get them back into the game, but they don't get that next big hit to tie it up or to take the lead. Um, They just kind of sputter out. We've seen that a ton this year. That's a really great point. And what an at-bat by Rowdy Tillis. I thought that was a weird move to bring in Lucas Lutke um, just to face – I mean, he's got good numbers this year, but it's not a guy that's going to overpower anybody. And Christian Yelich doesn't expand the zone at all. He never chases. So he walked Christian Yelich. Then he had to face Willie Adamas. Then he had to face Rowdy Telez, who's a guy that can hit left-handed pitching as well, especially guys that don't overpower guys. So um, I thought that was a weird move, probably the right move on paper for for Aaron Boone to make, but that, that eventually cost him the game. It cost him the lead for yeah, sure. Yeah, they were trying to hang on to um... – Wandy Peralta for later on in the contest uh, in this one. Another text from Luke in Milwaukee. Outstanding comeback win tonight for the crew. Craig should get a lot of credit for this one, using Williams in the eighth, Hira as a pinch runner, and asking Narvaez and Wong to try and sack bunt. Love the aggressive, we're going to win now moves. I want to get to that in a little bit later. We do have a few callers here as well. Everyone joining in here on the show, having some fun with you on the line here, Vinny, as well. I want to get to somebody from your neck of the woods in Racine. Zach's calling in about the importance of of winning the first game. Zach, you are live on Brewers Extra Innings. 
Yeah, I just, uh, again, can't overstate the importance of winning the uh, first game in the series against the Yankees. You know, yeah. They come to town, uh, big team, you know, you don't see them very often, and winning the first game, very, very important. And now we've got the momentum coming into them against the next two games. Uh, obviously, you know, now they've got, They've got the momentum. They're coming at them now for Saturday and Sunday. I know, you know, <laughs> now we've got Woodruff going into Saturday. And, you, you know, you say we've got Jason Alexander on Sunday. But at the same time, I mean, they're rolling hot. <laughs> what else yeah. can you say about that? Yeah. I mean, would you call tomorrow a must-win having Brandon Woodruff on the mound? I mean, every every single game from here <laughs> on out, Dom, is. I mean, it really is. Um, but yes, what a huge win. It, it, again, I think the win, the fact that they put a tally in the win column is absolutely huge, especially the, the first game of the series against the Yankees. Uh, but I also think just the, again, we talked about it earlier, just what they're feeling in that clubhouse right now, the walk-off nature that's emotional, it's going to give you a lift, and then the, the comeback nature of that game. Those, I, I'm telling you right now, I played on a bunch of teams where it didn't matter. We had such a good feeling about the games and our team and how good we were that it didn't matter what the score was at any point during the game. We knew we were going to come back and win. I'm not saying the Brewers have that yet. I'm saying that this win right here, coming back from 5 nothing against a really good Yankees team, is going to start to get them back on or start to get them on that track. Uh, so that, that's the big takeaway for me in this one. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Essentially, with 18 games to go, everything is must-win. Back to the phone line as well, 855-616-1620 is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Want to get to Jay from Sun Prairie. Uh, Mitchell, the hero tonight. And Jay, I understand you're a fan of Garrett Mitchell. I am. I, uh, I saw his uh, his uh, first appearance at uh, Miller Park, and I, I thought he did uh, great. And uh, I have to take an exception to the caller that uh, – said that uh, we can't, you know, trust him or depend on him or whatever. I mean, the guy's a, a 20th pick. Uh, he's on the Brewers franchise, which is known for developing players. Uh, I think he's got a good future ahead of him. I mean, I'm not going to jump the gun here and say he's going to be the next whoever, but uh, tonight's kind of showing what the, what the superstar might have in show for us, uh, especially going down the stretch here. Yeah. I mean, you can never judge a kid by 38 plate appearances, which he has right now in the big leagues. The Brewers are big fans of him, staying healthy. I'd love to see what a normal offseason is going to do for him. You know, no lockout. He's not going to be on the World Baseball Classic. He's going to be playing a lot in spring training, so that can certainly help him with his development. But I agree. Yeah, Jay, that's a great call. Thanks for your call. Also, thanks to Zach for his call as well. Garrett Mitchell, this is just the beginning, and here's the best part. There's more coming behind him. Jackson Turio, Joey Weimer, Sal Freelich, Bryce Terang. This is the first time in a long time we've been excited about the prospects coming up, the position players specifically, not the pitchers with the Brewers. Yeah, it, Mario Feliciano is yep. a guy that I believe in as well. So, yeah, I mean, I'm very excited about the future of this Milwaukee Brewers team, especially in the farm system. Let, let, let me just say one thing quick about Garrett Mitchell. He comes into tonight having not played in five days. He hadn't played since September 11th. Today is the 16th. Comes into today, like you said, Dom, two for 22, 13 punch outs. I'm sorry, if it's me and I'm and I have those numbers staring at me on that huge 100-foot scoreboard that I have to look at and 30,000 fans are watching my every move. I I'm shrinking. I I'm sorry, I'm shrinking. I I this guy rises to the occasion. He has a a game where he sees a ton of pitches, he battles and he gets a walk-off hit in the end. So, like, those are the types of games you have to struggle a little bit in the big leagues, fight through it, and figure out a way to stick. And to, he's got the talent to be an all-star, especially in center field, the way he can run and the way he can play defense. If he hits just a little bit, he's going to be very impactful for the Brewers. Before we let you go, I do want to talk about a couple of texts ago about Craig Council pulling all the right strings, specifically Devin Williams. Uh Inning rolls are not a thing. Another text asking, who is our closer? Can't do it by committee. I think this was a one-off because, let's be honest, you wanted Devin Williams in that situation. It didn't matter if it was the seventh inning or the ninth inning or the eighth inning, which it turned out to be. With Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, and Glaber Torres due up, there is nobody else in that bullpen you would rather want up than Devin Williams. And kudos to Craig Council for ringing the phone saying, I want Devin for the eighth and we trust Taylor Rogers for the ninth. Obviously, it didn't work out with Josh Donaldson. But 
I thought that was a great call to have Devin Williams pitch the eighth inning against that top of the order for the Yankees. Yeah, it is, and especially especially knowing that Devin Williams is probably settled in like mentally and focused on pitching that ninth, and then knowing no, Craig Council knowing his player well enough to be like, okay, I'm going to put him in the eighth. He knows this situation. He knows when to push the right buttons. He knows his guys. I mean, it's what Craig Council is a master at. I mean, he's he's. My opinion, best manager in the big leagues. I don't think it's very close, to be honest. And he knows when to push those buttons. It's a great call. I'm going to give some blouses, though, to fellow Wisconsinite Scott Service, though. All right, I'm just, I mean, he All might right, be getting yeah. he might be getting American League Manager Year this year for what he's doing with the Mariners. But I want no to doubt. give him some some blouses as well. Vinny, thank you for staying up late with us and enjoying some analysis, enjoying a heck of a win. Uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow. Brandon Woodruff will be on the mound. Uh, should be a fun one with the Yankees in town. Thanks for, for popping sure. over here. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Awesome. Vinny Rotino joining us here on Brewers Extra Innings. A lot more of your tweets are waiting. Uh, again, you can call in as well, 855-616-1620, or tweet me at Dom underscore Catronio. More to come on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Against Adamas. Hit to left and deep. Get it! Three-run shot number 29 in the season for Willie Adamas. That ties the franchise record for homers in a season by a shortstop, of course, held by the kid Robin Yount on his 67th birthday, no less. Well, it was technically yesterday. We're 24 minutes into the 17th now. I'm Dominic Catronio. You can tweet me at Dom underscore Catronio. You can call us. You can text us at 855-616-1620. I do want to address... The Keston Hira comments as of late. Why isn't Keston Hira getting more playing time? Why didn't Keston get to start with a right-handed pitcher on the mound as opposed to Andrew McCutcheon? What does Keston have to do to get into this lineup? I see it all the time, and there's a lot of text about that as well. I agree, quite frankly. And it's not a knock on Andrew McCutcheon, but the way that the Brewers had been playing as of late, you would like to find a new spark, and he was doing everything the Brewers had asked of him. It wouldn't hurt. I wouldn't be shocked if he's in the lineup tomorrow to give Kutch a day. But for the Brewers, what do they have to lose by playing Keston Hira over Andrew McCutcheon against the righty? Kutch tonight, 0 for 3 with two walks. He had been swinging the bat a little bit better here in September. I do want to give him credit in that regard. But also, he's not going to see a righty this weekend. Or he's not going to see a lefty, excuse me, this weekend uh, in the starting rotation for the Yankees. So that might have something to do with him getting the start today. Maybe Keston goes tomorrow and then Kutch on Sunday against Garrett Cole. Uh, of course, former teammates with the Pirates. It remains to be seen on how that works, but I agree. I, I'd like to see a little bit more of Keston. Good to see him be the pinch runner and score what was at the time the go-ahead run in the uh, eighth inning. But the Brewers just, at this point, wins are all that matters, and I'm not against trying to get Keston's bat in there a little bit more. Yes, he strikes out a lot, but I agree with a lot of folks saying, well, what the heck's up with Keston not getting enough plate appearances? A few more thoughts about Devin Williams. I mean... Hugh, I was talking to the Yankees broadcaster before the game today, and they were asking me about Devin Williams. They were asking me, like, well, is he the closer? I said, well, yes and no. He is going to be the guy that gets the most important outs. And, well, that, that obviously aged well with what he did in the eighth inning against the top of the order. But remember, he's got a four-out save this year. He's come on for multiple innings uh, this season, something that Josh Hader hadn't done in the last two years. He'd been one inning only. Now, Devin was not going to go probably – a two innings tonight, but what that opens the door for is that the Brewers aren't afraid to maybe get a little more Devin Williams into the game sooner. Craig Council pulling all the right strings with his bullpen. I mean, think about this. Adrian Hauser only goes three innings. He has to go to Peter Szeslecki, Justin Topa, Brad Boxberger before actually getting things back to his leverage guys with uh, with then in the seventh inning and then the eighth inning, Devin Williams in the eighth, and then Rogers, of course, blowing it in the ninth. But the Brewers certainly had a shot and really, really good work from their bullpen. I'm also uh, forgot to mention Hobie Milner in this game. So Topa went an inning in two thirds. Milner got the final out of the sixth. Boxberger had the seventh, one, two, three, with a pair of strikeouts. Williams had the eighth, one, two, three, a pair of strikeouts. And Rogers falls into the win 
despite the blown save, and he gets out of the jam in the ninth inning. The bullpen's my MVP tonight. Yes, it might be easy to say Willie Adamas, but after a tough outing from Adrian Hauser, that's my MVP tonight. And my poll, checking on the results right now, as far as what's the biggest play of the game, I said, or what's the biggest play of the game that wasn't the walk-off, that it wasn't the go-ahead run in the eighth? Willie's three-run homer, Stanton grounding out after the judge intentional walk, Williams having a 1-2-3 eighth or other. And William Willie's three-run homer in the second is leading the way with 57% of the vote. Steve tweeting in saying, definitely Willie's three-run homer. It was a huge offensive answer being down 5 nothing, and gave the team confidence they could close the gap and complete the comeback. Everything else was just icing on the cake. And this was the largest comeback win of the season for the Brewers. Down 5 nothing. The previous high was four runs, which was also a walk-off win. That was against the Braves back on May 18th. A four-run deficit is what they overcame. That was the Max Reed versus Corbin Burns game. And Keston Hero hit the walk-off homer in that contest. Another question rolling in here on Twitter. Why did Taylor finish the eighth? I think you mean the ninth there, Danny. He is terrible on right-handed hitters. Well, he was going for the save, and he's got experience getting both righties and lefties out this season. And... Quite frankly, he needed to get the outs. He hung a slider to Josh Donaldson, and he kept it fair by a yard. Uh, and he almost got out of the inning, but it, he, you've got to be able to get both sides out of the plate if you want to be a closer. And it didn't work out in that regard because they needed to use Devin Williams in the eighth inning. There's no way you would have wanted Dev, Taylor Rogers in the eighth inning because you wanted to make sure Devin got into the game. So I was fine with using Taylor Rogers. It's a shame he didn't execute, but I still have trust in him. Devin is the primary closer. But for tonight's sake, and maybe for the rest of this series, the most important time to get the outs in this scenario was the eighth inning to make sure the game was still tied. That's my opinion, and that's Craig Council's opinion. We'll hear from him uh, coming up in the next segment as well. But I appreciate the thought there, Danny, coming in here on Twitter. Uh, Ty and Oshkosh asking, what's up with Aaron Boone getting ejected in the ninth? Did he do that to warm up his pitcher more? No, I, I think it was just Aaron Boone being Aaron Boone. Uh, it was his eighth ejection this year. He's a fiery manager. Uh, you know, we saw him slamming on the table. We've seen him. My guys are a bunch of savages in that box. That's who Aaron Boone is. He, he's he's going to defend his guys. He loves to argue the strike zone. And objectively, Edwin Moscoso, you didn't have a great night, bud. Very inconsistent. It's okay to have a big strike zone. It's not okay to morph it. And that's what both teams were very frustrated with. It was just Aaron Boone being Aaron Boone. And quite frankly, I bet he doesn't want to give Clay Holmes more time to think about it because Clay Holmes has been struggling as of late. So it was just Boone trying to fight fight and stick up for his offense, which his offense hasn't really been performing uh, as well as they had hoped. But I, I, I wouldn't make much of that tie. I uh, appreciate the thought, though, here on Brewers Extra Innings. 855-616-1620. We'll be with you for another 30 minutes or so till the top of the hour. We're going to hear from the manager coming up next, and we also got highlights coming up a little bit later. And again, we got the poll up as well at Dom underscore Catronio. What was the play of the game? You can go ahead and find that on my Twitter account now. More to roll on here on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. Here it is. Hey, struck him out swinging. Back-to-back strikeouts for Devon. Two strikeouts both on fastballs for the airbender. Against the top of the order for the Yankees, he gets Stanton and Torres on fastballs in a big part of his victory for the Brew Crew. 7-6, they walk off with Garrett Mitchell's single up the middle in the bottom of the ninth. Their ninth walk-off of the season. Man, what a night for Milwaukee against the Yankees. They were down 5 nothing at one point, and they find themselves to get a victory. Their largest comeback win of the year, and the manager, Craig Council, was certainly thrilled about the, vi- the victory. Well, I mean, it's it. Look, it's a it's a really good win. Um, you know, you're down five nothing. Um, you know, quickly, um, and you know, you got a lot of game left. And and you know, we knew we were going to have to use a lot of bullpen tonight. The way the game started for Adrian, the first two innings. Um, so, you know, just to come back from that, you know, any any time of the year is 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 a takes a big effort from a lot of people and a lot of people doing doing a great job kind of the rest of the game and and that's that's what ended up that's what we got. We got, we got a whole bunch of people doing doing really good stuff. Um and it led to a really good really good win. 
Craig, how impressive was that at bat from Garrett in, in that situation uh, against a really good pitcher and Clay Holmes down one two in the count? Yeah, I mean, he just he got it. Looks, I think he got a slider up. It looked like, and um, you know, he just he took advantage of it. So it's that's what you do. You get a strike breaking ball um, when you're behind in the count, and you know you're kind of in, you're in swing mode a little bit, and put a good swing on it. Craig, he's been going through a lot. What a lot of young players do. He had like a big splash early, and then he sort of learned that the major leagues is pretty difficult. Yeah. How has he weathered the last couple of weeks? Well, yeah. I mean, I, it's. There's a lot coming at you. Um, we put him in the middle of really big games, um, and um, that there's you, you just you have to just keep learning, and you have to keep using every experience to make you a little bit better, um, to take something from it, um, and and then you got to just stay in the fight. And I thought, just by his at bats tonight, I thought that that's what he did a great job of. You know, I don't I don't think he'd tell you he's locked in or anything like that, but he's but he just stayed in the fight in all of his at bats, and that eventually led to some good results. How much thought was there in? Uh potentially bringing Devin out to face Donaldson there to start the ninth. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought about it and decided not to do it. What factors do you weigh there? You just don't, you want a guy to have a clean inning? Is that no, I, I just, I didn't want to put Devin out there, um, you know, for, for multiples, I guess, in this spot. Craig, what about just the job that the bullpen did, you know, covering the last six and, you know, until Taylor's inning, it was scoreless. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I thought, you know, every one of them did a heck of a job. Um, you know, they got big outs, um, some quick innings. I thought, you know, Box had a really good inning. I thought Justin Topa's um, outs were were big in the middle of the game to, to put the game in order a little bit and, and get us farther along. So, you know, hope, and, 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 and the other thing is I don't think we, you know, taxed anybody too bad where we're um, – we should be in pretty good spot tomorrow to, to keep going. So um, for, for getting three innings from your starter tonight, um, I think we're sitting in pretty good shape. And really, it was in the middle of so much tonight, too. Um, the homer, just the timing of it after right after the Yankees added those runs, is that just... Did that sort of reset things, even though you were still down? Well, there's there's never a bad time for a three-run homer. It's it's always generally a good good timing play. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, five zero five three, um, totally different. Uh, you know, energy. You know, say what you want. It's it's different energy. Five five zero five three, and so second it was five three. It's it's you know you're in the game and base runner and base hit and it's tie game and and you know we tied it up pretty quick there and then the both bullpens did big solid solid work um and it went from there yeah bullpens was the story of the game it, it, the brewers bullpen only allowed one run it was obviously the the big one of course the home run allowed by taylor rogers uh, in the ninth inning but streslecki Topa, Milner, Boxberger, Williams, all of those guys combined for five scoreless innings, only allowing two hits and two walks. They also racked up nine strikeouts over those middle five innings. Don't lose sight of that. That's ginormous. And then now you look to Brandon Woodruff tomorrow and say, hey, man, um, if he can get one of those uh, seven-inning outings for us, that would be huge, you know, as the Brewers after a bullpen day on Tuesday. Obviously, they had the off day on Thursday, but they would really like a little bit of length coming up tomorrow out of uh, Brandon Woodruff coming up in this one as the Brewers get the victory 7-6 to six in walk-off fashion. Uh, the Brewers also, I thought it was interesting that Craig Council mentioned the fact that he did consider bringing Devin Williams back out there to face Josh Donaldson, and he decided against it, didn't want him to go multiple innings in that scenario. We've seen him do multiple innings before, but he didn't want to do it in that scenario. In case you were wondering, well, what, what if he had just brought in Rodgers after that? He would have faced Oswaldo Cabrera, switch hitter, would have kept him batting on the right side like he had against Hobie Milner. Uh, then a righty and Isaiah Kiner for left, who doesn't have any power. And then uh, Miguel Andujar, who has a lot of swing and miss, but can run into one from time to time. He did ultimately get him to strike out in that inning as well. And then Kyle Higashioka also a non-power catcher in this one. So it, it still was a good window for Taylor Rogers. Josh Donaldson was maybe the only one you're afraid of. Of course, two briefly teammates last season with the Minnesota Twins. Uh, it 
Didn't work out, but it worked out as it was supposed to as Garrett Mitchell gets the walk-off winner for the Brewers. Wow. I, I still can't believe they won this. It was 5 nothing. You could hear a mouse in this stadium. Twitter was melting down, but hey, it's a nine-inning game for a reason, right? Nine-inning game. 855-616-1620 if you want to get your last-second tweets and calls, and we'll be with you till the top of the hour as well. We're going to relive the game in case you missed any of it. Plenty of Bob Euchre on the way here on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Get out of Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Dominic Catronio. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. The Brewers were down early. In fact, they were down 5 nothing in this contest in the bottom of the second inning. But as we said, it's about how you finish. A 7-6 walk-off win. Garrett Mitchell ultimately the winner, but a whole lot happened to get to that point. So let's go to the bottom of the second inning. The Brewers already trailing 5 to nothing. Three in the first by the Yankees, two more at the top of the second. Adrian Hauser had no answer to start this game. A ton of walks in this one, but the Brewers get the first two base runners on in the bottom of the second. A walk and a single. Mitchell strikes out. Yelich strikes out. So now you're thinking, oh no. Here they go again with the runners in scoring position. No, no. Willie Adamas is here to save the day. Against Adamas. Hit to left and deep. Get Three-run shot as called by Bob Euchre, and the Brewers felt like they were suddenly in it against Frankie Montas as the Yankees' offense went quiet. A big moment in the third inning. It was Adrian Hauser's final frame. Uh, A a two-out double by the nine-hitter, Aaron Hicks, brought up Aaron Judge. They decided to walk Judge intentionally and get Stanton to ground out to end the inning. Don't forget about that moment as the Brewers decided not to pitch the Judge, and it worked out. Brewers added more runs. In the fourth inning, they're trying to find a way. Again, it started from the bottom of the order. Nine-hole hitter Garrett Mitchell drew a seven-pitch walk. Then Christian Yelich goes the other way against the shift. Runners on first and second. And hey, there's that man again, Willie Adamas. Here's the stretch and the pitch. Swing and a line drive towards right. Back, still back, and it's over the head of the right fielder. It bounces on the warning track and goes over the fence for an automatic double. Garrett Mitchell will be awarded home. Christian Yelich ends up at third. It's a one-run ball game on the double by Willie Adamas. A homer in the second, a double in the fourth. That's certainly ringing the bell for the Brew Crew. And by the way, Willie's 29th homer of the year ties him for the franchise record with Robin Yao. 29 homers by a shortstop. One more, and he will have the Brewer record. Remember, you don't have to wait until December to ring the bell and donate money in the Salvation Army Red Kettle. Donate today at samilwaukee.org. Continuing on in that fourth inning, with the Brewers within a run, the next batter, Rowdy Teles, with a lefty on the mound. It didn't matter to him. The 1-0 pitch. Swing and line drive to left. Tagging. And coming in to score will be Christian Yelich. The throw is cut off. 5-5 game. Jeff Levering once again on the call, and boom, four innings into the game, you started anew. Four to four, or five to five through four innings, a wacky game was just getting started. Now the bullpens had the control of this contest. We fast forward now to the sixth inning. Hobie Milner coming in in relief of Justin Topa. A man on first, he ends up walking the first batter, Cabrera, and facing Isaiah Kainer-Falefa with two on and two out. The pitch, struck him out, looking right back with breaking stuff, and he got it. That was the first of a couple of big strikeouts by the Brew Crew. Justin Topa struck out Aaron Judge in the fifth inning on a fastball earlier. Devin Williams came in early in this game in the eighth inning as opposed to the ninth, given the game was still tied and the top of the order was due up. Aaron Judge grounded out. Giancarlo Stanton struck out looking on a perfect fastball, and Glaber Torres, the last man standing against the airbender. Here it is. Hey, struck him out swinging. Back-to-back strikeouts for Devon. The Brewers' bullpen 
only allowed two infield hits from four through eight innings. It was tremendous work by them, given the short end of the stick they got from the short start from Adrian Hauser. But it's still a tie game. The Brewers' offense had no answer for the Yankees' bullpen. In the bottom of the eighth inning, with Jonathan Loisaga on the mound, a leadoff walk always starts rallies. First, it was Peterson aboard. They tried to bunt with Narvaez. It failed. They throw out Peterson at second base. So now Narvaez at first. They pinch run him with Keston Hira. Garrett Mitchell manages an infield single deflected off of Torres' mid at second base. So now you've got runners at first and second for Yelich. He pulled a ground ball, beats it out after a challenge to avoid the double play to end the inning. So the situation is this. Runners on the corners, two outs, and Willie Adamas once again at the plate. Two-strike delivery. Runner goes. Swing a bouncer. Hit to the hole. Bottles. The lead run is going to score. he throws him out or not and I know he's not going to get Yelich at second base he was off and running great call by Bob Euchre there because Yelich was moving on the pitch Connor Falefa's only play was going to be the first Willie hightailing it out of the box Falefa has had struggles this season at times as a defensive shortstop which is what he was brought to the Yankees to do and it did not work out in that situation the error gives the Brewers the lead in the top of the ninth inning, Taylor Rogers coming on for the save, facing the bringer of rain, Josh Donaldson. Hit to left. If it's fair, we're going to be tied up. It is fair. It hit the pole. And Josh Donaldson with a big home run for New York. Fourth blown save of the year for Taylor Rogers. All tied up at six now, but there were still more dramatics to come. To the bottom of the ninth, a leadoff double by Hunter Renfro. Colton Wong tried to bunt initially, ultimately grounded out, and moves Renfro to third. But then patience started to show through for the Brew Crew. McCutcheon draws a walk. Peterson ended up striking out. Then Victor Caratini, who was a replacement in this game, ended up walking as well. The bases are loaded. There are two outs. It is all on Garrett Mitchell. It's either a base hit and the game is over, an out, and we go to extra innings. Garrett Mitchell with the man of the moment. Coming into that at bat, he had seen 31 pitches in the game in his previous four plate appearances. And on the fourth pitch of this at bat, he gets it done. Here it is. Swing of the liner, back up the middle of base hit. Garrett Mitchell just knocked the winner. He hit a line drive right back at Clay What a call by Bob Euchre. Mitchell hammed it up after the game with the uh, post-game interview with Sophia Minert. The Brewers win it 7-6, their ninth walk-off of the season. Seven runs on 10 hits, one error for Milwaukee. They left 12 runners on base, six runs, 11 hits, one error. They left 11 runners on base for the Yankees. The winner is Rodgers. The loser is Holmes. Four hours and 10 minutes later with 36,000 on him and American Family Field. The Brewers get a massive victory. We'll wrap up Brewers Extra Innings after this on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Wow. What a win. What more can you say about it? They needed it. The Padres won. The Phillies lost. Brewers don't lose any ground overall, but they get a little closer with the... Phillies falling a game closer to the Padres. It's going to be a wacky finish. It's going to come down to the last week, y'all. It's going to be close. 18 games to go. 14 of them are at home. And look, I'm not a spokesperson. I'm not hired by the Brewers. I'm not hired by their ticketing group. But man, tonight's atmosphere was electric. Part of it had to do with the Yankee fans, of course. But this was fun. This felt like a playoff game. And Bill Schroeder actually said it on television. The Brewers have been playing playoff games for the past two weeks because they need to win as many games as they can. They've now won nine of their last 11 at home. That is going to come into play down the stretch here. They are trying to survive this gauntlet against the Yankees and Mets. They split with the Cardinals already this week. 
there is an opportunity presented themselves to get something done. Right now, the Phillies are playing the Braves, so maybe they can fall back down to where the Padres and the Brewers are. Things are going to be very interesting. As things stand right now, Milwaukee is still a game and a half back of the Padres for a playoff spot, but that is essentially two and a half games back. Philadelphia is a game and a half up on San Diego. And then Atlanta, whoever's in second place for the NL East is going to have the top wildcard spot, which means they will get to host the second-seeded wildcard team. If the playoffs started today, it will be the Dodgers hosting, or the Dodgers having a bye, the Mets having a bye, and then St. Louis hosting San Diego, and Atlanta hosting Philadelphia. And then Atlanta and Philadelphia would match up with the Dodgers. San Diego and St. Louis would match up with the Mets. That's a heck of a finish. The Brewers have a chance to make something special out of the rest of this season. They're now they're now a crazy record. They're 40 and 27 at home now. 13 games over 500 at home. They're 3 games under 500 on the road. They have a chance to get that back over 500 against the Reds if they sweep them. That's the only way they can be above 500. If they go 3 and 1, they'll end up being 40 and 41, which at the end of the day isn't that bad. But a last second texture saying, "Why can't they do this against bad teams? So many sad losses." You're right. But there's also some incredible wins against good teams. Going 4-0 against the Rays. Now you've got a win against the Yankees. They split at home in a four-game series against the Dodgers. They've done it against... They won a series in San Diego without Willie Adamas. They've done it against good teams, just like they've been poor against some bad teams. It's been one of those years. Every game matters in 162. You're going to lose some games you're not supposed to lose. You're going to win some games you're not supposed to win. And maybe tonight was a game that the Brewers weren't supposed to win, but they didn't care. They were down 5 nothing in an inning and a half into the contest, and Willie Adamas said, to heck with that. He put four runs on the board himself before the Brewers tied things up on Rowdy Telez's sack fly to make it 5-5, and they ultimately win it 7-6. to What a winner for the Brew crew. Tomorrow, it'll be Brandon Woodruff coming on the mound Going up against Jamison Tyone, and of course, former Pirate, the Brewers have seen plenty of him. Tomorrow, coverage begins at 5.35 uh, with the On Deck Show, and then I'll be back tomorrow with Brewers Extra Innings as well after the game. So first pitch scheduled for 6.10, coverage beginning at 5.35. Then I've got extra innings after the game. Programming note for Sunday... Coverage will begin on Sunday at noon for the 110 first pitch. I've got Brewers warm-up for you on Sunday. But there will not be Brewers extra innings after the game on Sunday as we'll be getting ready with Green Bay game day with Greg Matzik, the Packers on Sunday night football coming up on Sunday night. So no Brewers extra innings Sunday. We'll just have it tomorrow for this series. Man, fun one. Fun one. But what will tomorrow have in store? Well, granted, it's already tomorrow. It's almost 1 a.m. So let's get some rest. Get ready for some more baseball right around the corner tomorrow. Brewers have an opportunity to win the series against the Yankees and to win the series against every AL East opponent. What a story that would be. For Justin Pottinger back in our NX Wealth Management Studios, I'm Dominic Catronio from American Family Field. Brewers win 7-6. to Until next time, keep on swinging.